Secondary heroes. Secondary short. Honey, where's my super suit? No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Killer boots, man. Dodson, Dodson, we've got Dodson here. Get it right or pay the price. Great Scott. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Give the audience a quiz. The pleasure's all on this side of the table, trust me. Well, excuse me, princess. Yeah, we can even be on TV. We'll be here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secondary Heroes Podcast. It's time for Secondary Shorts, our weekly check on what we're watching and what's trending in pop culture. It's October 1st, 2020, and this is your host, Trevor. Joining me, as usual, is... Hey, guys, it's Prague. Hey, this is Josh. It's the spoopy time of season. This is DeLorean Wolfgang. Awesome. Oh, it yes. is. It's October. Finally, fall is here. It doesn't Not feel only that way. It's pretty Is it October, but... but it's a full moon. Oh, my God, dude. I just walked outside, and it's super red right now, too. It would be. Well, the fire's here in yeah, California. Yeah, that's the fire. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. It's like, oh, it's kind of cool. It's all red. Wait. Oh, wait, that's right. Oh, the, what a beautiful, fiery red moon. Oh. It's a blood moon. It's okay, because conveniently enough, this year with coronavirus, October 31st was set to be a full moon and a Saturday for an amazing Halloween. And, of course, yeah. oh, we can't God, do anything. Right. <laughs> That's the most 2020 thing to happen right there. That pretty much is. Ruined <laughs> everything. Oh, man. That's a bummer. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, well, actually, speaking of moons, uh, I, why don't I just start no uh, this conversation tonight? <laughs> um, so there's a show that I really want to watch. I haven't started watching it, but it's on my list, and it's called uh, Cosmos Possible Worlds. Have you guys watched this at all yet? Is it like no, the sequel to that show? Cosmos show? By it is, yeah, <laughs> oh, it is. it's a okay. sequel to Cosmos. Okay, but so they wanted to okay. kind of expand on it and just show just kind of other worlds that could possibly be either in our solar system or even our galaxy, and what kind of animals could possibly live on those hmm. uh, on those planets, which is really cool because Stephen Hawking back in I want to say the early two thousands had a show just like it where he kind of. Like he imagined what kind of an- or what kind of aliens would live on certain planets. Like for instance, Jupiter is a giant gas planet. He was thinking, well, or Jupiter or Saturn. He was thinking there could be like giant jellyfish type of aliens that just kind of float around in the sky, like rebels. Just... Oh, is that really? They show up in the season finale of Rebels. No way! Uh. Oh, now I'm gonna have to watch that because that actually sounds kind of cool. It's also a lot like Metroid as well. So there's that. Well, but also, cool. but they're tentac- This is the this is like skyscraper sized jellyfish, not like jellyfish right. that jump on your head and gotcha. suck your brains. Okay, brains. Wow. <laughs> That's that time of year. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I I watched all of uh, Cosmos. Really, anything that Neil deGrasse Tyson does, I'm kind of watching it because uh, I love that guy and he's awesome. So Some cool concepts, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. watching it, the first episode of it, and I was it was too dark of a period for me to watch it because once you start talking, it's been 13.4 billion years of the universe, and you realize that you're at most here for a hundred years. But then, yeah. luckily, <laughs> I've aged enough. You realize how awesome that is of all the connections you make in those hundred years and how random and long odds there are. Yes. Right, Dash exists yeah. during the small 
minuscule period of time you know uh, these are the conversations <laughs> i love to have after a couple drinks <laughs> but it's so true i mean the fact that we're all here and we're able to talk across airwaves i mean if you're on Visible wi-fi right now you know and then we're broadcasting this across airwaves as well so people are listening to us from wherever it's right. kind of wild that like we're just a little speck in this gigantic universe. And I, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it blows my mind. There's actually oh, sure. a video on YouTube. If you really want to feel small, uh, it pretty much do. shows. Well, ha <laughs> 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 um, It actually shows. Uh, oh God. What is it? Uh, what happens after we're all dead and gone? What's happening to the universe? And I mean, it's just going to turn into one gigantic black hole. And that's pretty much what's, and who knows, maybe it'll implode on itself and turn into another big bang. But this is, this is trillions upon quadrillions of billions of mile or miles, uh, years away, but man, it makes you feel tiny. It really does. But I love this stuff and I love, talking about it so well, that's anyways. like those fun videos where it starts out with the planet earth and then it shows you yes. the scale of all our planets then yeah. the suns and then those suns and then we're in the little yep. part of the <laughs> branch of milky way and that's just one galaxy and we zoom out of the, all the billions of galaxies it's fun <laughs> well and there's a really cool video too of a because right now scientists have learned that there's another galaxy heading our way We'll never see it in our lifetime, and our grandkids and great grandkids will never see Not it. Not with their that timeline. attitude. No. <laughs> no, come on. You never know. They might develop technology to keep them alive. Trevor, <laughs> uh, it's true, but it's it's kind of cool that. Uh, but they did like a a scene like looking from Chicago, looking out across the night sky, and you can see. Uh, like what's going to happen in a billion years, how close this galaxy is going to be. And the galaxy is going to be clear as day, like gorgeous, a big spiral in our sky. But that's billions of, I keep wanting to say billions of miles, but billions <laughs> of years away. Planet X is coming. Yes, indeed. Anyways, nice. sorry. We talk like about it. blood moon and all of a sudden I'm like, yes, let's talk about science. <laughs> do it. Science. Science up in this bitch. Let's do it. I like it. <laughs> cool. So that's what I've been watching. How about you guys? Or what I'm going to watch? Oh. It's all right. You'll get there. What about you, Josh? Uh, so a friend at work, I guess they, I don't know if they listen to the podcast, but they recommended, they said, hey, Josh, have you seen Utopia on Amazon yet? I said, no, I haven't. They started talking to me about it. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I watched the first episode and I'm pretty intrigued. Okay. I mean, this is about a group of kids, or I won't say a bunch of kids, a group of, of young adults. Yeah, I can see uh, the picture behind you. Okay. Yeah, that are, they're, they're uh, a part of, they're kind of like how us con people are. We kind of, we know each other online, but we don't know each other, we know a lot of, we don't know each other in person. Mm -hmm. uh, so what they did is that, oh, they meet at a con, and they have uh, this, this whole thing that they're about is called Utopia which is kind of like a graphic novel, but they see it more how the things that talk about more realistic and they tell the future, but people just see it as a graphic novel. So these, this group of people, they look into it that much to where they're figuring out this is telling the future somehow. Ah. So 
Well, so they're reading this book thinking that like most people think it is just fiction, it's silly, yeah. but not these guys. Yeah, right. they see it as, ah. as so. so I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch it. So uh, they had some good points in there to where I don't want to say Kinda too curious. much about it. All right. That they they point out to a group of people that just see it as 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 fiction, sure. and they're like, oh, this this represents this represents that, and people just you know ignore them. But anyways, uh, I like it just because it's almost like a Stranger Things type of feel with yeah. them in in regards to a group of kids or people going on an adventure figuring things out. But uh, it is a little graphic. Well, then it's Amazon, so I mean they have the boys on there, so mm-hmm. it kind of has that same feel as well. So okay, uh, nice. Yeah, if you haven't if you haven't seen it, I recommend at least starting it uh, and give it a shot. Well, Amazon is pushing it like crazy on my, uh, every time that I turn on my fire stick, it's like, watch Utopia. Nice. Yeah. It's good. Okay. good. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen the advertisements, but a friend of the show, Jimmy, actually recommended it to me this morning. So I will probably what? be checking it out. Hold, yeah. hold on. <laughs> Jimmy, if you're listening, how dare you text Prague before you text me? <clears throat> You were my he knows best I like his man. Stuff. He's my you dealer. were my best man at my wedding, and you're texting Prague? Not anymore. See, so Jimmy over. really followed through with that best friend thing that we talked about. So, which best friend? Who is your best friend, Jimmy? Is it Prague or is it Alec? Yeah. Wow. What's going on, Jimmy? You're causing friction in this group here. Well, speaking I want you, of, I want no, you to go to Anchor.fm and send us a voice message. <laughs> Don't do that, Jimmy. There's no, there's no need to stir up more, more of this. Um, but based on another one of his recommendations, I did, I did dig into another show um, that was like a web series called The Booth at the End, which is the picture behind me here. Um, it's a show I had never heard of. Um, probably most people haven't because it really was just like this web-based show that existed, I believe, in Canada. And they only aired it on a thing called City TV or something. Um, two seasons of it, uh, quirky as heck. The only way I was able to find it was on YouTube, so it's very, um, it's not, it's not easy to watch because of the, I guess, whoever ripped it off of whatever website. Um, anyways, I, I got through it and, uh, the first two episodes and it's very intriguing. It's different because the show is just at the booth. It doesn't exist anywhere else. There's no other scenes anywhere else. It's just that guy behind me played by, uh, Xander Berkeley. Um, he has people come in and, um, sit down <laughs> and, uh, um, <laughs> oh my, that was fun. Um, basically they go, go to him looking for an answer to something they need or want, right? They say, Hey, we hear that you can provide me with whatever I desire, whatever it is that you can perform miracles. Like, well, I can, I can do this for you. Like, I don't actually do it, but I can tell you how you can do it. And they go, fine, I'll do whatever you want. And he tells them lots of crazy oh. things to do. And of course, some of them are like, there's no way I can pull off that or do that or commit to that or there's whatever. There's a lot of it's VHS like, tapes that go like that, okay. too. Right. It's like, uh, <laughs> it, it's very creepy. It's very disturbing. And it is, yeah, it's very, I don't know. It's in my, it's my, it's my kind of wheelhouse. It's that kind of stuff like, oh, what if, like, what if you could say, bring back a dead loved one or stop your son from having cancer. If you blew up a building full of kids or, um, but is this the, bank or whatever, is this kind of like the bedazzled thing? Yeah, like you thinking. make your, you make your wish and then like something happens. Yeah. Something else happens. 
you you would think that at first based on the premise, right? Because it has that kind of feel. But then the second episode happens and it puts a twist on the whole thing. So mm. it's not twist. Good, a twist. but it's fun. So every it seems like every episode has the new twist on the one before it. Like, oh, that's what happens after they do this or don't do that. You know, what's the ramifications of this if they don't or do do or don't do that? Um, so it's kind of it's very intriguing. Um, I don't know if it's for everybody, but I'm someone who is fine watching two people talk you know at a table <laughs> like that that's fine with me i like dialogue and i like characters so um it was something that um i actually kind of enjoyed and i can't wait to finish it up it's only two seasons so it's not that long you're you only two seasons the booth at the <laughs> end okay well speaking of characters and dialogue and development i got back into watching killing eve because okay. i watched season one it's outstanding and so season two I think season three is already out, but I'm on season two right now. And just Sandro and Jodie Comer do an amazing job of. If you've never heard of the show, it's about essentially a female assassin who's Jodie Comer. And then Sandra Oh is the police detective, the MI6 agent tasked with kind of tracking her down. And they create this really probably the most peculiar relationship of that I've seen <laughs> where it's a really delicate balance of what love actually means. And just there's really dive deep into those characters. Well, she still gets to pull off awesome assassin work in the meantime. And those are always fun because she's a bit of a showman when she wants to kill somebody. It's not going to be like as stealthy as it possibly could. It's more about making it the biggest draw possible. And so those are always nice, fun juxtapositions against really insight into different psyches. You got to get that kill of the week. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about this show and I didn't really know much about it other than Sandra O oh was in it. Um and she's a great actress. So I was like it's something that's been in my mind to watch eventually, but it sounds like it actually is really worth my time. It's outstanding. Nice. Killing Eve. And it's on Hulu right now if you don't have BBC or anything like that. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So it's so is it a it is a BBC show though? Yeah. Nice. Six, okay. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Ooh. Awesome. So I know that we've got some uh, news came out about uh, live action Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah, we just tweeted that out. (laughs) It's interesting because of all the potential things you could connect from anything that isn't the MCU of old Spider-Man, I think Jamie Foxx's Electro is at the very bottom of the list of things you're going to yeah, bring back. Awesome. Everything they've ever done. true. <laughs> but that's what it they're doing. Like they, it's like they had a dart and they threw it at the board. And they're like, shoot, it went over there. All right, well, let's we'll see what happens. But you combine this a, with J.K. Simmons' J. Jonah Jameson, and you have uh-huh. Peter Parker's actual identity revealed at the end of Far From Home, they yeah. they... Once they sign on Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, they can do combine all the movie universes together within the confines of the MCU and create an actual live action Spider-Verse. And then since Vulture is with the Morbius trailer, you can then tie that in and you can set up a whole Sinister Six. They're building a whole Spider-Verse. Sony and MCU are finally working together. Seems nice. like it, yeah. And it seems like they're trying That's to rectify awesome. it. Hopefully they're trying to rectify that character because it didn't work out the first time he was on screen. Yeah. So hopefully they That's do true. something to him to not make him Are you talking about Electra? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Electra. It was okay. just oof. Oof. Yeah, because he <laughs> wasn't the best villain. I Yeah. But then again, that Spider Man wasn't the best Spider Man. Yeah. It might have been the worst. Amazing Spider Man <laughs> too. 
<laughs> Who would you guys <laughs> cast for, like, uh, Miles Morales if they were going to throw him in there? Uh, I've thought some... about this a lot, and I'd rather have an unknown. Yeah, some nobody that you've never yeah. heard of. It's yeah, their first role. Good. That'd be great. I mean, I, I mean, mm. I don't know if Tom Holland was an unknown, but I didn't really know who the hell he was before he was Spider-Man. He's great. That's so true. It would be nice yeah. to That's have true. an unknown. That's true. I didn't, didn't even know who he was. Yeah, I think it works well when, they, when they're able to do that with the MCU. Like, yeah, there's some roles that are a little bit bigger that you can maybe sometimes do it, but I think it's nice once in a while to find somebody that people aren't like, oh, but I know that person from this, so I'm always going to see them as this other character. Right. They don't want that. They want you to be like, no, this is Iron Man, this is Thor, this is Spider-Man, period. Do not think I, of them as I will else. say, if they do decide to bring in any kind of Black Noir Spider-Man, yeah. I would love for them to stay with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that would be fine. Pull that off he could fine. easily yeah. pull it off. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be hidden anyways the whole time, so you probably wouldn't even know. All you gotta do is listen, hear his voice. His voice yeah. is perfect for that Spider-Man. It was fun. That was a good role for him. That's for sure. Very Just yeah, don't give him the bees. Not the bees! <laughs> Sorry. It's funny, I shouldn't though, be yelling also... my baby's sleeping. <laughs> In the same week of that news, you do have Sony updating the PS4 or 5 version of Spider-Man. Forgot about And they that. redesigned yeah. the, the PlayStation version of Peter Parker to look like Tom Holland. And it's like, it's such a terrible decision. <laughs> I don't understand why that they had awkward. to do that. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they were trying to cater to the fan base, they thought. They didn't realize that that's not what they wanted. No. Spider like, P- no. Peter Parker is a different, or PlayStation Peter Parker is different. You have to buy both versions yeah, of the game. You have one. to buy the PS the original one and then the remastered, so you could have both characters. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, but interesting. Yeah, but <laughs> since you did mention kind of first time actors appearing in the MCU, there's a new uh, Miss Marvel show coming to Disney Plus, and they finally cast Kamala Khan. She's gonna be. Her name is Iman Vellani, and this is her first role, and she's just gonna... I mean, this is a big deal to cast people who are actually mm-hmm. based on who the character is, rather than, you know, whitewashing Hollywood and stuff. So, this is a great exactly. casting by Disney. Disney's doing a really good job lately of that. Mm-hmm. And to tie that further out into the MCU, to show representation of everybody can be superheroes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, already, Miss Marvel's an awesome character. And yeah. a lot of people don't know who she is because she's only really been relegated to the comics. Like there was more attention given to her with the Avengers game where she's one of the mm-hmm. additional characters. And so now to have her actually in a show on Disney Plus will hopefully introduce a lot more people to her character. And I like the idea that they're doing it as a show instead of a movie, because if you've actually read her in the comic books, like the way that she's written, like all of her little moments feel like like fun kind of dramedy comedy beats. You know, it's like mm-hmm. really well done in the comic if you've read it. Um, so it'd be fun to see that played out in a TV show versus, say, cramming it all into a movie. And not only so. that, you a movie's so tough because it needs so, like, it really needs to be a success. You know, mm-hmm. Disney Plus show, mm-hmm. they can kind of experiment and just be like, let's see how it does. And then you have the, all, the benefit of being a TV show and character development versus here's two hours. We need to introduce who they are and then give them something to deal with. You don't have enough time to really develop who they are. Yeah, it gets tired after a while. <laughs> Same thing. All right, origin story for the first part. Okay, villain done. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like every superhero movie. So yeah, I'm excited. Some decent new, interesting, and fun news this week in the MCU. Yeah, for real. I dig it. Well, at that, I should probably do a podcast of the week. 
And because we are looking at October of spoopy time, my podcast is called Haunted Places. Oh. Uh, Haunted Places, it's, the, it's hosted by a guy named Greg Polson. And this guy's voice is spot on for radio. Like, when you listen to him, wow. Like, you're, you're put in the scene. It's pretty wild. So what they do is they actually, they take old stories that they've kind of heard, like, through, you know, old ghost stories and stuff of haunted places around the U.S. and around the world. And then they'll kind of, like, create a story around that to kind of give it more life. And they add a lot of sound effects. It's pretty wild, man. It's really good. And it's crazy. Like, there's some stories that, like, have stuck with me now. And there's a lot of places that actually I want to go visit now because of this. So check out Haunted Places. It's it's a lot of fun. Awesome. And be sure to follow all of our buddies, all of our podcast friends, like Geek Together and the Four Dorksmen and the Average Nerd Podcast and Talking Pops and nerdy curious and all our fun friends that hopefully you've seen us interact with them of our various virtual cons and then whatever your favorite social media platform is follow at secondary heroes find out when our new podcast drop our fun news (laughs) throughout the week and to everyone listening we hope you enjoyed and we'll talk to you next time see ya it's Lorian Wolfgang